You are listening to Candid Talks with Bharatvi. Welcome. There's only one place where we can truly be ourselves. In this place, there's no way back. Hello and welcome to another episode of Candid Talks with Bharat V. This is Bharat Vatsa, your host. Dr. Niharika Yadav, also known as Dr. N, India's fastest female superbike track racer and a dental surgeon. She is a fighter and a motivator. For her, nothing is impossible. She believes, if you can think, you can achieve it. After meeting with a fatal accident and undergoing three major surgeries, she was left with only 50% movement in her right hand. Today, in spite of having 50% movement in her right hand, she has mastered both racing bikes, her passion, and practicing as dentist, her profession. Both requires a right hand as the most crucial functioning hand. Let's take a peep into her life through her own voice. Please do listen to this episode till the end. Before we begin, Please do not forget to subscribe to this podcast channel and you can connect with me on my Facebook page at Candid Talks with Bharat V. So let's welcome India's fastest female superbike track racer, Dr. Neharika Yadav. Hi guys, I'm Dr. Neharika Yadav. I am a bike racer and a dental surgeon. And you're listening to Candid Talks with Bharat V. This is us this is who we are welcome dr niharika to uh, candid talks with bharatvi how are you, you doing i'm doing very well and uh, i have been uh, seeing your previous videos also capturing some amazing people so i'm very motivated today to be on your uh, talk So thank you for having me oh, here. Thank you so much for watching my podcast shows. It's uh, really nice to hear that you have been seeing them online so. Yes. So Dr. Niharika tell me uh, before we actually proceed ahead I just wanted to understand about you know how and where your childhood was uh, spent. Yeah. So um I have been a defense kid all my life. Okay. So uh, yes my father was uh, in the Indian Air Force. Uh, a fighter pilot uh, in the Indian Air Force. So I have been traveling all around, you know, all around India uh, to different places. We were in every state possible, um, studying in Air Force schools, Kendra Vidyalayas. So that's oh, been you are also a KV product. Good. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, those are the only schools we had access to, and I would say they were amongst the best yeah. schools that I could ever have imagined being to. You know, so I'm a I'm a KV product uh-huh. myself. Oh, lovely! Yeah. And by <laughs> the way, as as you said, uh, you were in uh, you know uh, you have been a defense kid. So were you ever your father posted in Shillong, ever? My father, no, not in Shillong, but we were uh, we were posted in a place called Chabua. Okay. Uh, yes, and uh, so closer, of course. Uh, we were in uh, you know Bagdogra also. Oh, okay. So those places, but uh, yeah, not Shillong, not Shillong. Okay, I have so done my schooling from Kendra uh, Vidyalaya, Shillong. Oh, lovely! That's really yeah. nice. Yeah. My my father, since he was a fighter pilot, no. Okay. So wherever there were air bases, uh, fighter pilot bases, you know, that's where we were posted. Understand. Yeah. Okay. So that was my that was my childhood. 
Awesome. So how did you get uh, hooked to racing and, and in which year you started racing? I started racing in 2015. Okay. And uh, how I got hooked onto it was uh, I was invited for one of the track days where all the guys were riding and, you know, it wasn't a race, but mm-hmm. it was just one of those, you know, track practice sessions that one has, uh, you know, almost every month at okay. uh, Boot Circuit. Achha. So, uh, I was invited by a friend. He said that, um, you know, come over and we guys are, you know, we all go there almost every month and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the friend that I met, uh, he was actually wearing a Harley jacket with all these badges and stuff, you know. Okay. So okay. that got me, uh, yeah. So that's why, I mean, the whole biking topic started and then he started telling me, um, you know, this was a mutual friend, actually, a friend I'd met through another friend mm-hmm. uh, at a get together in the evening. So that's why when he came, it was very interesting, was in this Harley jacket with the badges and stuff there. So I got uh, keen on asking him, I said, you ride with a group or what is it? And at that point, I wasn't, uh, you know, riding bikes or anything. So, uh, I mean, just like normal riding that you do, you know, okay. normal bikes, like, you know, yeah. no super bikes yeah. and stuff. So uh, he then invited me for one of the track days. He said, come watch us ride. And uh, that's it. That was my life changing story because uh, I reached a boot circuit with a friend of mine. We were standing there at the grid watching these guys. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, though I had been a marshal at the first uh, Formula One and everything, a track marshal, and I was uh, exposed to Boot Circuit. Okay. I never knew that uh, Boot Circuit also had bikers come in. So that's it. I was standing there. I was watching all these guys and uh, I was so excited to see what I was uh, watching. And mm-hmm. uh, post that, um, you know, after a few months, I was back on track. This time, not as a spectator, but uh, of course, on a as bike. As a participant. Okay. Uh, as, a, as a participant. And uh, while people around must have thought, okay, she's just come here for maybe, you know, a joy ride. She'll yeah. come for a, one or two sessions or something. I actually, I think there was no looking back after that. because. But then uh, obviously, you would have done some practice before that, right? Before uh, actually going to the bus circuit. You know, I knew how to ride a bike. Uh, okay. That was my exposure. Uh, but to be honest, there was no other exposure other than that. I mean, Achha. I definitely found uh, women sitting on bikes very cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, yes. But uh, I never knew that, uh, you know, my story would be about a woman who was not just inspiring women by just sitting on a bike, but also, mm-hmm. you know, racing it and performing and uh, optimizing. I mean, showing what a bike can really do, you know, yeah, and what yeah. it's really made for. Yeah, so that that level of performance um, is something which I also had never, you know, foreseen. But so after uh, your casual, after, ra- I'm sorry to interrupt. So after your casual no, riding, fine. as you said, you started first with track racing directly, or you started with motocross. So yeah, so then what happened is I had gone to the track and you know was just uh, riding around there, and you know I was uh, basically on a uh, on a KTM RC three ninety. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so then after that, what uh, what I heard was, you know, that uh, everybody from Rossi to Marquez and everybody, they start off on track, uh, they first started off with motocross. Hmm. So, uh, I then, of course, had a few friends who were doing motocross and stuff. So, you know, I joined them. I said, okay, maybe what I should do, because that was the expert advice given by the guys at the track, okay. that if you want to really, you know, come here and understand uh, this sport, it'll be really good if you can go and, you know, just take out that fear and also just get into riding in terms of motocross okay so uh, i then i i got a honda uh, crf 150 mm-hmm. joined the guys so i'd go there every every week uh, you know for motocross and stuff so that's how it started to be honest where okay. i was i knew how to ride a bike but motocross was just slowly slowly around the you know that track the dirt track and uh, then once i was more confident is when i came onto the track 
and of course i didn't start racing immediately uh, it was almost uh, one one and a half years of uh, you know riding on track at track days as just normally going around the track and getting familiar with the with the track with the lines the corners you know so right. that that's it took me almost that amount of time to get used to it okay so that's that's what it was okay so do you still prefer uh, doing motocross or now you are totally into track racing <laughs> no <laughs> i feel like you know as bikers i mean we all have our own uh, you know genre of biking that you want to yeah. you know uh, pursue whether it yeah. is road some people like road riding some people like yeah. motocross uh, some people like cross country you know so and some people like you know track or or racing so yeah. i think i really found my kind of riding i am not very fond of going for sunday rides or or you know or, mm-hmm. or even motocross for that matter Mm-hmm. because uh, i i just feel like track riding is is my kind of is my style of riding it's okay. very smooth uh it's performance oriented uh you know so and and of course it's something which uh, you know helps you to just get away from your mundane uh, weekly yeah, life yeah, you know yeah yeah so so for me that that's what it it has been so i i don't think i i would do motocross of course maybe with my friends who are still pursuing it okay. but that would just be maybe a joy ride that i do once in a while just to join them or something but not okay. not like the way i i'm a track every month or two months you know at boot circuit okay yeah so which was your first track race uh, when you actually started doing the racing So you know when I went to the track and I was uh, riding around mm-hmm. the guys were all filling up forms for the JK Tyre Superbike Championship in 2016. Okay. So uh that's when I you know just I mean all the guys were filling up the forms and you know getting their bikes prepped and stuff. So somebody just casually asked me they said Niharika are you racing as well? You know okay. and honestly till then it didn't even occur to me that one second this race is an open race it's not just for the men you know. Okay. the guys were filling up forms and i was like oh guys great you know all the best and stuff mm-hmm. and just that one question sparked something in me and i'm like one second yeah this is an open category so why can i not race that's when i graduated into the on to because i was till then in fact on a ktm rc 390 okay and we asked that are you going to be racing it was like you know it was of course a very for me at that point in time uh it was a very big step because i needed a bike that would support me for the race i could not go racing in uh, in a 1000 cc or a 600 cc category on a ktm rc 390 mm-hmm. so then i graduated to the ducati 899 okay uh that was yeah so just before the race in fact just 2 to 3 months before the race i got on to a bike that was just almost more than double the power of what i was riding on track okay uh, spent more time on the track and that was my first race that i participated in as the only female on the grid with all the men wow and that you did on uh, ducati the one which you purchased well, only for the race yes i had uh, i mean though honestly i uh, knew that i had to graduate because i had started uh, i mean the whole point of picking up the rc390 was to uh, you know just get familiar with the track and also see if i could really if i really wanted to do this on a mm-hmm. on a regular basis you know okay. because i've seen a lot of guys come on track you know they come on a super bike they'll come they'll ride and after maybe one or two uh, track days they just they don't come back okay you know it's all and then there are some people who come and they've stayed put for the last 5 6 years i've seen them growing in the on this journey you know mm-hmm. so i i feel like that's what that's what it uh, you know either you get stronger in uh, with the sport you know or you just come for maybe a joy ride and just and say okay great i had a good time at boot circuit 
and now that's that's all about that's it. all so okay. for me that trans that transformation or that uh, you know step had to be taken because i i was confident that i wanted to do this on a regular basis so mm-hmm. that step was not just for the race but i was already planning to pick up something uh, you know more powerful so every race that you do you do it on uh, ducati itself or are there other bikes as well which you use for the race i only race on a ducati the reason okay. is uh, because uh, of course initially when i had to start off uh, you know i was very confused as to what i should pick up uh, and then uh, of course this bike was just had just come into india mm-hmm. you know and uh, i of course you know was given a very good uh, performance oriented uh, uh, you know reviews about the bike so i said great so that's why i mean i test rode the bike really liked it uh, and i said okay great let's 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 uh, offer something of you know which has power okay. uh, and is smooth at the same time so i raced on the 899 and then of course uh, what i realized is racing uh, on a ducati i started to get a lot of support from ducati india okay you know they came on board with me they supported me and uh, before that at least for two races there was no support at all uh, from anybody Mm-hmm. So when I started getting that kind of support, uh, I made the, the the decision to go in for the V4, which is uh, the bike I currently just picked up. Okay. So yes, I only race on uh, on Ducatis, and I'm a part of the uh, factory racing team for Ducati India. Wow, awesome! So yeah. uh, till date, which one do you rate as your best performance till now in terms of track race, of course? And I'm assuming that also would be on eight nine nine Ducati. Yeah. Yes, because uh, I haven't raced on the V4 yet since uh, yeah. Yeah, of course at my next race I will be racing on the V4. Mm-hmm. Uh but yes, I would say maybe last year was um, you know the race was one of the best races I had because uh, it was a very I mean we were racing of course every year mm-hmm. but this was the first time when I actually saw us all under a lot of pressure for performance. Uh you know we were really being being pushed to perform to our optimum optimum best. uh and uh, so yes i i feel like i felt like the seriousness of the race or the or the seriousness of the sport uh mm-hmm. at my at my last race in 2019 so i think uh, that that i would say was one of my best performances overall okay. you know even in terms of uh, motivating myself uh with the sleepless nights and knowing that i had to you know give my best yeah before those so, years of course we went we raced mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm. this i don't know last year was very different So when you say sleepless nights tell me something what is the feeling that you get just one night prior to the race how is that feeling oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you know it's very nerve wracking uh, of course you you can barely sleep and you need to be the most well rested on that night mm-hmm. uh, you know so there is uh, yeah you feel really nervous you feel really tense you don't feel like sleeping all night because you know you're just you have like these goosebumps yeah uh it's all of excitement it's out of uh, because you're going to be on the grid lined up mm-hmm. uh you know with the, with that kind of pressure uh racing on a on a team on an international team like ducati uh you know where you need to perform well it's yeah. not just a joy ride you're also accountable for the performance and the timings that you do so yeah there is there is pressure but of course uh, you know we we prepare uh, well before that to really uh, you know i mean i would say to deal with those kind of pressures mm-hmm. so it's not just pressure of anxiety or uh, or nervousness of performance but it's also an excitement that you know the happiness or, or the joy of uh, you know having that kind of a platform so th- i'm sure this must be there in each and every ride that you have that every race 
ऐसा नहीं है कि अच्छा ये तो मैंने चलो पहले भी करा हुआ हो जाएगा इट्स ओके आई मीन वो नहीं 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 ऐसा कभी भी नहीं होता है वो तो यू कैन नेवर से दैट बिकॉज़ अ रेस इज अ रेस आल्सो यू नो देयर आर सम आई मीन आई रेस विद द टॉप रेसर्स ऑफ द कंट्री यू नो इट्स रजनी कृष्णन एंड यू नो ऑल दीस गाइस सो व्हेन यू रेसिंग विद मेन हु आर रेसिंग ऑन इंटरनेशनल प्लेटफॉर्म्स यू नो ऑफ कोर्स यू यू हैव टू बी वेरी वेरी यू नो सीरियस अबाउट आल्सो रिस्पेक्टिंग the timings that those guys are doing and understanding yeah. that they will be on the grid with you yeah. they will be racing on the same track with you so you know yeah. you have to of course pace up because these guys are doing some crazy numbers right. they are touching okay. timings that some international riders have come to the country and uh, clocked wow. they are beating those timings so oh. you know those men uh, being the top racers uh, i would say the sachin tendulkar and the dhonis of uh, bike racing you know you cannot okay. just go and just type clock any time and come back and say okay you know that that should be fine there is pressure on us to mm-hmm. to perform yeah so have you been able to beat any of those <laughs> you know honestly in 2016 i still remember i was somewhere in the middle on the grid okay uh, and i just looked back and i looked at you know these guys behind me and i'm like hell wow. yeah <laughs> like yeah girl awesome. you know so awesome. yeah so i that was definitely my story but i just feel like honestly though last year i really pushed myself as much as i could mm-hmm. my machine didn't really support me as much because uh, the guys were all on much powerful bikes than me okay though i was racing in 1 meter class but i was on a 899 cc bike mm-hmm. which was of course underpart you know yeah. because uh, when you race in the liter class you know the cc's are it is 750 and above okay so even if you are on a 750 cc bike you are still going to be racing in the 1 liter class with the guys who are on a 1000 you know 1 1100 mm-hmm. cc bikes okay okay so my bike was quite underpart i was really struggling um so that way of course though i would say my that was one of my best performances because i still push myself knowing that i was riding the 899 in a 1 liter class race with the men who were you know on much more powerful bikes but at the same time i think somewhere uh, with this year uh i think i would be able to push myself more because i i now have a powerful machine ha to ab to sari kasar puri ho jayegi v4 se ha so this year this year i'm definitely hoping to kick some balls <laughs> yes ha to ek bada sa poster lagaya jaye touchwood look out man yeah. other guys other riders <laughs> here come dr neharika <laughs> yadav one v4 better watch out for you <laughs> मेंटली Um honestly I think uh, the only way you can uh, prepare yourself mentally mm-hmm. is uh, you know just by loads and loads of practice uh because your performance your timings are you know reflective on the amount of uh, experience you have on track and the amount you've been practicing so okay. mentally of course that is one thing which you know you need to work on so it just makes it slightly easier that's it okay you know of course you okay. could still go back on track and you'll still feel that nervousness and all of that that anxiety but mm-hmm. yes if when you when you perform uh, you know and you go and you practice you know that yes when you your chances of performing better on track are of course more is directly proportional to the amount of uh, you practice you put in physically i would say that uh, you know especially now with the v4 i've noticed that i get tired much faster oh, because i'm that? going at a fast 
speed yeah 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 because okay. i'm going at a faster pace on the streets mm-hmm. uh you know i'm i'm cornering out of the uh, the corners you know much faster much quicker okay so you have to definitely be working on your stamina on your mm-hmm. core strength also you know holding on to a bike that is so powerful uh, for that of course you need good core strength because we grip the bike the tank with our, you know with our thighs yeah. for that you need to have good amount of uh, you know lower body strength you need to have good amount of core strength mm-hmm. so those things what i realized is that like honestly from the last few track days i've been realizing that i need to really up my game in terms of heading to the gym or working out so that's how we prepare ourselves we head to gym we do a lot of core strengthening we work on our diet we work on you know our food uh, habits we get to bed early we get into a proper routine Mm-hmm. so those are things that you need to work on to be strong enough to last those eight laps on a very very fierce track like that which is 5.1 kilometers you know of just uh, one one lap and imagine doing eight of those at those okay. speeds under that kind of pressure so and i'm sure you must be doing some weight exercises as well yeah yeah i do weight uh, training okay i do i don't do very heavy weight training but of course i i definitely do weight training By the way how how heavy is this uh, V4 than uh, the 899 Um it is a uh, thing of around 20 kg kgs Okay 15 25 yeah so that is the amount of uh, you know But of so course weight you, as you know Okay so when, when you track that doesn't make any difference you know Acha yeah, obviously yeah because yeah while you are in momentum the heavier the the bike is i think the better maneuverability is so yeah, you just said really one thing sense. you said one thing uh, sometime back about you know uh, uh, cutting the corners now when you approach the bend you know the the turns the sharp turns that you have on the track how do you maneuver the bike and how do you plan it because i am sure you have to plan it in advance the moment you see the track the approaching bend right so how how do you maneuver the bike in a jiffy uh, you know in in that momentum because you have to shift your body weight as well as you have to turn the bike and then again shift back so how do you do that so uh, you know very honestly as i told you it's a num- it's amount of practice that you put into the uh, you know track days Mm-hmm. also at the end of the day the reason why we are going to the track is you know to practice enough so that we can also break later corner fa- exit faster out of the corner so that is the kind of practice that we are working on you know so when you are already prepared uh, or it's already in your mind that you know i need to exit this corner as fast as i can you know the body automatically goes into that mode of you know cornering at that speed and you know just putting your body weight right leaning in uh almost touching the the tarmac and you know uh, grazing out of there okay so i would say i would say it's all about experience it's all about practice uh, initially we would do it wrong and then get corrected by uh, our seniors you know that uh, you probably need to get off the bike a little more you need to you the lines you were taking were wrong mm-hmm. so yeah it's all it's all about experience that's that the experience basically is what teaches you everything you know so which one do you consider more safer track racing or a motocross safer yeah i <laughs> i know it's a very uh, really? stupid stupid word here but <laughs> no, it's not stupid word it's, it's like uh, what would you call safe i'm like what is it you know it's like what would you call safe jumping off a building or uh... <laughs> okay oh, so man. let me rephrase jumping it i mean second, no what would be what would be easier jumping off the third floor or jumping off the fourth floor like what would you find easier <laughs> third floor no 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 see <laughs> no no 
okay let me let me change the height height actually you know yeah. jumping off the 9th floor or jumping off the 10th floor yeah okay no i just feel well, like uh, honestly both <laughs> let me let me do some damage correction <laughs> no but honestly i i feel like see both are dangerous of course yeah uh, but it all also depends on you as a rider you know if you are uh, following all protocols of safety uh and setting good examples around you of course both the uh, both sports are uh, equally dangerous yeah. but what i do find I, i if you ask me honestly i think i would not make a comparison between uh, motocross and uh, track track riding or mm-hmm. racing mm-hmm. i would say if i have to compare road riding and track riding track riding is definitely safer even at those speeds and everything okay. because firstly you know a uh, reason being and i always tell people i said you know if you want to be riding at those speeds if you're touching 300 on the road it's stupidity yeah. Yeah. if you're riding at 300 on a track you know wearing proper safety leathers mm-hmm. a snail certified helmet you're being tracked and monitored by uh, you know by by race control yeah. uh, you have a have a ambulance ready you know any second uh, to you know help combat uh, an issue uh, or a crash or an accident so so i feel if you ask me the comparison between these two sports uh or or these two styles of riding i would say track is definitely safer plus okay. you don't have uh, people crossing any moment animals yeah. crossing dogs yeah. you know so so that that's why if you ask me honestly uh i prefer being on track because i find that much safer mm-hmm. and motocross is quite hardcore i mean i've seen guys flying off their bikes on gravel and uh, just you know breaking um, i mean I, i on track i've seen people get off the bike get on get into the gravel or get right. out and just stand up there's a lot of damage to the bike but the mm-hmm. rider just stands up and is you know go stands on a side and waits uh, you know to get rescued Understand. but okay. in motocross whenever whatever crashes i've seen in front of me i have seen that the riders have broken collarbones they've broken oh. ribs 210% every time that i've seen this or head injuries so it is definitely more dangerous okay no that was the main reason why i wanted to ask this question uh, in terms of the safety you know what kind of safety yeah. protocols are being followed and obviously both are different uh, genre of uh, racing i understand and uh, the amount of uh, uh, risk involved in both obviously will be different so and you as you rightly said you know uh, both are obviously dangerous unless you know uh, you follow proper protocol safety measures you have to take and uh, and obviously you can't compare both of them i understand that <laughs> okay. yeah but uh, side side cut you but mm-hmm. uh, you know what i feel is that any sport that you uh, pursue yeah i mean if, if it's if it's danger like dangerous uh, motor sports you know whether it's car rallying or anything at all you know i understand the sport is dangerous and we have made those choices but yeah. we all are also people who are responsible enough to understand that if we are riding at those sp- uh, speeds you know we also promote road safety we also promote uh, you know safe uh, track safety and we okay. do it very responsibly we don't just you know where get onto mm-hmm. the track and just race like maniacs we work and we practice hard and then you know we we gain a kind of experience and then with time with practice with experience we in you know go faster or we you can say that we clock those timings so okay. whatever you do even if it's dangerous you need to be responsible enough for other safety and your own safety understand so uh, neharika one thing i just wanted to understand you know as you said you know mostly there were men racers on the track and you being the yeah. only female now considering that fact you know that and and i think it is a fact 
that it's mainly a male dominated sport so have you ever felt any discrimination with the fact that you are the only female racer among all the other men on the track or did it give you an added advantage you know center of attraction something like that um <laughs> uh... I would not say there's any discrimination on track. In fact, the guys give me a very hard time, you know, uh, hard time in the sense of saying, "Niharika, you need to work on your timings. Okay. Yeh kya timing kare ho? You can push yourself more. Uh, you know, so the guys, in fact, uh, there's no discrimination at all. The men themselves on track say that this is an equal game. Okay. You know, that, that's okay. the way I see it. And I also feel like, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, getting well, once you're under that helmet, nobody knows that you're a woman racing with a man. Uh. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's only when you come back to the pit when you remove your helmet is when you—that's the kind of attention you get. Yeah. To be honest, otherwise there is no other attention that anybody is interested in giving you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because so they were never ever zone, lenient. Uh, not lenient at all. In fact, I think being on track is pressure because you know uh, the pressure to perform because otherwise people start looking at you as somebody who's probably only coming to track for uh, selfies and. you know so the, so that that is not a place uh, where people are going to take you seriously if you don't perform so okay. it has equal opportunity for men and women uh, and uh, that's the way the men take it that you if you if you're coming here and you are riding amongst us and you are taking up our space on uh, you know considering we are practicing and we are trying to get faster and work on our, working on our timings mm-hmm. and if you're somebody who's a different factor there you could be a woman or you could be the hottest woman on track Mm-hmm. you know i mean we're sorry you know you are you're just you're encroaching into our space and we don't want that <laughs> so i i feel like uh, there's no discrimination you need to work on your performance if you're there and you need to be serious about the sport that's very important and that is how people will respect you and uh, people will push you to uh, you know be your best version as a racer so what kind of comments do you get to hear while you are on track any any comments that you know you can think of yeah no comments in the sense uh, there's there's one experience that i share on all my talks uh, mm-hmm. so i, I you you'll find this on many many uh, most of my talks but uh, it was an experience that i had you know at the track where uh, i came back from the race into my pit lane and i took off my helmet and then these uh, few boys okay. were standing there and uh, that's it so they were all you know just standing waiting for the racers to come back to the pit mm-hmm. and i took off my helmet and i was the only girl Okay. Because they were all guys, men. So the guys didn't expect that there was one woman in the, you know, on the grid lined up. Mm-hmm. So as I came, I took off my helmet. They looked and they were like, "Oh, Terry, bye, bye." You know, the guy is tapping his head, like uh, his shoulder. He's like, "Bye, bye." Hey, लड़की भी रेस कर रही थी, you know. So, <laughs> so those are the kind of comments. Sometimes uh, people come there and uh, you know, like, I mean, they they just would look and they'd be a little mesmerized that there's this girl who's riding a, you know. a super bike who's racing a super bike and she's mm. in proper uh, you know leathers getting into a helmet yeah. strapping up and she's like boom you know <laughs> so yeah more 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 comments of uh, that that either get me laughing mm. or get me motivated you know so like sometimes i've heard people standing there going like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah racer hai jo jk mein race karti hai na uh-huh. ladko ke sath hi wohi hai you know so so those kind of things uh, yeah they make me happy and i go like right. i i'm 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 happy that people are you know they recognize you i do yeah. they recognize me for uh, uh, you know inspiring them to mm-hmm. uh, to pursue what i feel is uh, you know a dream or a passion so that makes me happy that's nice Yeah. So, Neharika, there was, you know, uh, 
I'll go back slightly. Um, there was a time when you had totally lost the confidence after your accident. You had a major accident. Can you tell us yeah. something about that phase of your life and how did you gain your confidence back? If you can tell us something about that. Um, you know, it's not easy when you live a life where you feel a certain disability. You know, any form of disability, you know. Yeah. And here it was uh, a, disability, a disability that was impacting my day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. You know, and that may, of course makes you feel very underconfident. Sometimes you are not sure if you're going to come back, uh, you know, to pursue certain things which you thought uh, were your passions. Uh, like I've always said, I, I was a state level badminton player. I okay. lost a uh, complete movement in my right hand. So I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if I'll be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I was studying to be a dentist where my, you know, we, we our right hand is the most important hand. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that was not working. So, of course, after a point, uh, and also when doctors are not clear about, uh, uh, you know, the prognosis of a case, where they say we are not sure if, you know, there's something that we can do because this is completely out of our understanding. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you do tend to, you know, go through a certain phase or uh, phase in your or experience in your life where you're questioning that, you know, why me? Like, why did this have have to happen to me? And even things as basic as, uh, you know, having a bath or eating your food, you know, when they become, you know, a struggle, yeah. it, you, become, you become frustrated in life, you know, you get very frustrated, you get very depressed, you're like, what is this going on, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. but then I feel like, uh, I feel like, you know, as I always say that uh, what was once a, a very, very low in my life in terms of losing complete movement in my right hand and not being able to, you know, move it at all. Uh, then, then, and then gaining f- even 50% for me at that point was like, wow. Oh. Like, I was like, pura moment nahi hai, but at least kuch to moment aa jai, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so after that, I think uh, when, and then you modify your struggles uh, to really suit what you're doing. You know, like, I'll tell you, like, as, as a dentist, I uh, started uh, practicing, uh, you know, standing. Mm-hmm. Most dentists sit on sit and practice. I have yeah. to stand because I can't sit and practice. So that's one thing. So I've modified my disability or I've modified my way of working, you okay. know, because I cannot sit and work because of my hand angulation. So I have yeah. to stand and work. But uh, that uh, the only challenge I have with that is that I get a little tired faster, mm-hmm. you know. So so those are few things which I feel it's okay, you know. Today when I'm riding on track, also there are times when I realize I can't get off the bike completely because my hand, you know, twists like way too much. Yeah. So those are few things where I feel like, okay, then I'll practice my way in my style and I'll, I'll perform. So it's okay. So that was Dr. Niharika Yadav, India's fastest female superbike track racer and a dental surgeon, who in spite of having 50% movement in her right hand, has mastered both racing bikes, her passion and practicing as a dentist a profession thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the podcast show candid talks with Bharatvi. if you like the show please do like subscribe and share with others if listening on apple podcast do not forget to rate five stars if on spotify or youtube do not forget to subscribe and share all the bikers can listen to this podcast episode on bikersclub.in इसके साथ हम आज का सफर यहीं समाप्त करते हैं बातों का सिलसिला जारी रहेगा विद डॉक्टर निहारिका यादव इन आवर नेक्स्ट एपिसोड ऑफ कैंडिड टॉक्स विद भरतवी स्टे होम स्टे सेफ दिस इज भरत वत्सा साइनिंग ऑफ फॉर टुडे दुआओं में याद रखना जय हिंद